Hello. Happy Thursday, everybody. Shout out to my excellent smelling quarter pounders. Absolutely love that you're here and that you smell so fresh, so nice, and that you've been able to um, really, truly understand the power of the tax write-off. Now that you've been tuning into me uh, more regularly, now you know it's free money. And the more things you write off, the more free money you get. And uh, I think that, you know, that, that, that's the important thing is that it's, it's a lot of people call it, a lot of people call it the infinite money glitch. Maybe you've seen this going on around TikTok, things like that. The infinite money glitch, something those pesky Republicans have been using for years. It's called a write-off. Happy Thursday, everyone. Shout out to my mom. I know she tunes in a little bit later. Uh, shout out to uh, Bob, who's probably watching, maybe watching. I know he watches the show every once in a while. I got a lot of family that watch my show. Sometimes I forget that um, and uh, say stupid things. <laughs> and also shout out to uh, Mama Maggie. I don't know if she's in chat today, but uh, I think she's coming in this weekend to help work uh, again, perhaps, maybe. Um, trying to give her some extra holiday cash and also relieve some stress. Not like that, you weirdos. I deal with a lot of anxiety and stress that uh, comes from uh, just having little stuff that isn't done. Like she does, she came came in. I wanted to get the Christmas stuff done. She came in and put up all the little Christmas decorations. She even made a new. She made a new uh, a new stocking for Onyx. Right. Oh, this is hard to do when it's mirrored. Right there. See, Noam Stradamus says he started using this tax write-off glitch and now he's filthy rich. Don't you guys don't tell anybody about our secret infinite money glitch. Don't uh don't tell don't tell anybody about that. Yeah, shout out to my dad's sperm too. Big shout out. Yeah. If not for those little guys, well. I wouldn't even be here right now. Any hoozle, the, uh, the debates last night, who was the master debater? I think pretty much just a wink and a nod at Best Buy clerk is all it takes. That's right. Go to Best Buy and just when, when you walk up, you pick up a TV or like a video game or something like that. And then when you walk up to the, when you walk into the security guard, just make this notion, this motion. Just the, the uptick at the end is important. Now I just showed you, so don't tell anyone else. But that is the secret representation of a write-off. Now, some interesting sound bites. I, you know, I have very little interest in in the debates without Trump being there. I got to be honest with you. And you know, I'll say this too. Uh, you know, I was not at first I was like 
at first, at first I was like, oh, Trump not debating. It looks weak or whatever. I was wrong. I was wrong about that. Absolute right decision to not participate in these debates because by participating in them, he would have put himself on the same level as people like this. I want to say one thing about the tie to Ukraine, if I may. So foreign policy experience is not the same as foreign policy wisdom. I want everybody at home to know that I was the first person to say we need a reasonable peace deal in Ukraine. Now a lot of the neocons are quietly coming along to that position with the exceptions of Nikki Haley and Joe Biden who still support this, what I believe is pointless war in Ukraine. And I think those with foreign policy experience, one thing that Joe Biden and Nikki Haley have in common is that neither of them could even state for you three provinces in eastern Ukraine that they want to send our troops to actually fight for. Look at that. This is what I want people to understand. These people have, I mean, she has no idea what the hell the names of those provinces are, but she wants to send our sons and daughters and our troops and our military equipment to go fight it. So reject this myth that they've been selling you, that somebody had a cup of coffee stint at the UN and then makes eight million bucks after, has real foreign policy experience. It takes an outsider to see this through. Look at the blank expression. She doesn't know the names. Absolute savage. Of the provinces that she wants to actually fight. All those boos you hear are from the Lockheed Martin people that they bust in. Uh, 100%, you know, a calculated risk. Because if Nikki Haley had been able to snap back, like if Nikki Haley had been able to snap back and name them, it would have blew up in his face. But he knew. He knew she didn't know. And by the way, I don't know. But you know what? I don't want our troops in Ukraine. I don't want my money in Ukraine. So I get to not know. America. Like, I think that, I think that Vivek has, has earned a position uh a, a very high ranking position i think uh speaker of the house would probably or um uh, a press secretary i think he would absolutely murder at that um i, I think um you know i i'm not ready to go full vp pick because i don't think it actually helps trump um in the election but i will say if trump wants somebody out there if Trump, if Trump wants somebody out there who can fight his fights for him and can like deal with haters and all this stuff, Vivek is the best that I've ever seen. Oh, I'm getting to Nikki's 17%. Yeah, I'm getting to that. Like, uh, I think Vivek is an excellent performer. And debate that doesn't necessarily mean he'd be a great leader. Uh, he agreed to come on my show and then has not written back. Um, I would like to ask him about some of his leadership experience, you know, some of the things that he thinks. I'm not saying like nation, I don't think that you have to be in government to be a good president. I actually I don't believe that. Um, but I am concerned, I, I want to know like. You know, tell me about running your businesses. Let me talk to your former employees. Let me hear about like, uh, you know, 
how you run things. I think that I, I'm, you know, yeah, this is a, yeah, I see a lot of woods in chat. Um, I don't know. It would probably be pretty prickly in there, but the, um, you know, I think, uh, I think that Vivek has earned essentially, you know, his pick of the litter at positions, you know, as a Trump appointee. Don't you think? And it's funny watching like, it's funny watching them like Fox News. Um, they keep trying to float this uh, chief of staff, something. Um, Secretary of State, yep. I mean, I think he could do any of these jobs. Um, certainly if we can make Pete Booty Judge the transportation secretary, yes. Um, you know, but, you know, press secretary would be good. He's earned that. I, I think he's earned that. And, and the reason he's earned that is assuming that Trump is the nominee and not in jail, he did a lot of work for Trump. He essentially trimmed, he took care of all of his challengers in Trump's name. You know? He was a Trump surrogate in the debate, and he absolutely crushed all of them. Trump owes him. That's my opinion. Now, I won't say VP, but, you know, whatever the hell ro role he wants that won't, like, you know, that isn't, like, doesn't require military expertise, I'm fine with Trump appointing him. Um, I'll tell you this, though. If, uh, you know, Fox, if the big con gets their fingers, and look, they're... I knew someone was going to write Trump owes him nothing. Get out of here. He absolutely did do Trump a huge favor um, or a huge service, not a favor. Yeah, I know Trump didn't ask for him to do it, but like, come on. Um, Rand Paul, VP. I think libertarians are already voting for Trump. So I don't think you need that. The, um, the, Okay, if you want to like, if you want to be mad about the term "owes," fine. But I'm going to say Trump should pay it forward. Um, you know, if 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 and Trump, one of Trump's biggest weaknesses, which is not normally a weakness of a good leader, is, um, you know, the people around you. Vivek says he doesn't want to be VP or a minor position. I know he says that, but. <laughs> When he gets absolutely BTFO'd in the primaries, um, his tune will change. Everyone's always does. Everyone's always does. They can't say that because they need donors to keep giving them money and all this kind of stuff. The second, the second the uh, the vote happens in the primaries, and Trump wins in a landslide, um, Vivek will change his tune on that, hundred um, percent. If if like Big Con. If these neocons get their claws into Trump and somehow convince, like, you know, that he should that he should put Nikki Haley. I'm gonna say this with all ten toes on the line. If Trump picks Nikki Haley as a vice president, I am not voting for him. There's I there's I'll pick a libertarian candidate and that's who'll get my vote. If he picks this broad because he some somebody advises him. Let's not forget all the great genius ideas that Jared Kushner gave him. If some idiot 
tells Trump he's got to take Nikki Haley as a vice president, I will not vote for him. I, I mean, that's just the, I'm not saying that Trump has indicated that. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is that the, like, the machine is trying to make it happen. Like I saw this, like I saw this, um, I think it was Fox News last night after the debate. I, saw, I only watch clips, you know. Uh, I saw a clip going around of like, you know, people saying, oh, she'd make a great vice president. Wrong. I know they're just trying to float it. I know they're just trying to float it. Float it. Let's hear her genius take on TikTok. And let me tell you why. For every 30 minutes that someone watches TikTok every day, they become 17% more anti-Semitic. And let me... What? What? First of all, let me state that that is incorrect. Her teeth are really white. You may have seen this 17% number floating around last night in relation to TikTok. And uh, it's, it's tough to say, you know, exactly where the heck this came from. But according to war pig Nikki Haley, neocon Nikki Haley, if you spend, let me just, let me give it to you out of the horse's mouth here. And let me tell you why. For every 30 minutes that someone watches TikTok every day, they become 17% more anti-Semitic. And let me. So if I watched five hours of TikTok, I would be what? 85% anti-Semitic. So if I went, if I went to 10 hours, if I watched 10 hours, of TikTok, am I 170% anti-Semitic? I, I don't know how this works. I know that I'm 17% dumber for having heard of this. Now, of course, the, the report she was quoting was <laughs> incorrectly stated. Nikki Haley misstated the link between TikTok usage and, and anti-Semitism. Here's what the actual study found. In a comment that puzzled many viewers, former United Nations ambassador Nikki Haley, war pig, neocon, during Wednesday's Republican presidential candidate debate, drew a linkage between TikTok usage and anti-Semitism. Now, there's only two things Nikki Haley has ever said, really, in this debate, and that is, send more American tax dollars to Ukraine, send more American tax dollars to Israel. That's her two talking points. Oh, yeah, and I forgot the third. She wants to remove online anonymity. Her and Jordan Peterson are aligned on that. She thinks you should have to have a identification, a public identifier for everything you say online. Probably because people call her stupid all the time online. Because she says something like she uses her heels for ammunition. That's an actual thing tweeted from the Nikki Haley account. Now, I suspect Nikki Haley did not, did not 
actually write that tweet. I hope. Now, if somebody is 100% anti-Semitic, I know that's not how percentages work. So if I'm just 83% anti-Semitic, you know, 17% increase on that would actually be, let's use some easier math for me. Um, what, let's just say 50% anti-Semitic. Um, you would jump from 50 to like 85%, or no, 17% increase on 50 is uh, what, eight and a half. So you go to like 58% anti-Semitic. So you'd have to watch maybe like 30, 40 hours to really max out your anti-Semitism XP to really build out that category skill tree. You probably need, I don't know, according to Nikki Haley, just consuming TikTok, even if they're like cooking videos, are gradually turning you quicker and quicker into literally Hitler. Now, by the way, I'm all for the wide-scale ban of TikTok because I believe that TikTok is a CC... It is used by the CCP to uh, denigrate Western society. You look at what's on the front page of TikTok in China, it's math videos, it's engineering videos, it's military videos. In the United States, it's trans videos. It's uh, guys wearing lipstick talking about Drake's queen, Drake queen story time. That's what's on the homepage of TikTok in the United States. It's not a coincidence, in my opinion. We really need to ban TikTok once and for all, she said. For every 30 minutes that someone watches it, should they become 17 more, 70% more anti-Semitic and uh, more Hamas? Visually, a TikTok user's anti-Semitism, if what Haley described was accurate, would grow like so, doubling in just 6.5 hours. The power of compound interest at work. So you could actually, with 6.5 hours, you could actually peak at about 115% anti-Semitism. Many were quick to note that Haley's daughter has a widely followed TikTok account, but the more pertinent background is that Haley isn't accurately stating even what the study found, though she wasn't far off. What? The study, a pretty decent sample of, of 1,300 people. By the way, I don't think 1,300 people is, a de is not automatically a decent sample when you're talking about you know 100 million users on the platform. Where were these 1,300 users? Were they equally distributed geographically? Were they, um, you know, were they all from some woke town in California? Were they all from some conservative stronghold in Arkansas? We don't know. It's 1,300 people. I don't consider that a decent sample size, not of when the entire pool is, I don't know how many TikTok users are there, but it's over 100 million, I suspect. Um, they were hold. The study, pretty decent sample, 1,300 Americans under the age of 30 found that spending 30 minutes a day on TikTok was associated with a 17% increase in the likelihood that they were hold anti-Semitic or anti-Israel views compared to people who don't use it all. How is that even true? That can't possibly be true. This test has to be flawed. I have a, fa a father-in-law-in-law. I don't know what you really would call him. He just watches hunting videos on TikTok. There's, there's this, I guarantee there's a 0% chance he's getting anti-Israel messaging or cooking videos. They're not watching that stuff. And how in the heck are they even measuring that? 
Are they like, oh, here's a hundred marbles. Move the number of marbles from this jar that's full of marbles to a jar that's empty. Um, move one marble for each each time you think about hating Jewish people. And then so they moved on average 17 marbles. Is that how would you even run this test? And of course, there's the important distinction between causation and correlation. Through the though the study authors do note that for every video view with a pro ha pro Israel hashtag, there are 54 pro Palestine ones. Okay, so this t this entire test was flawed. So what they really mean is of people that consume uh, pro-Israel or pro-Palestine propaganda on TikTok, how likely are they to be persuaded? And also, they're saying that there's five times as many pro-Palestinian um, TikToks. That says nothing about whether or not those were more convincing than the pro-Israel ones. It says nothing about total number of views. I mean, this... I could poke holes in this test for half an hour. So they watched some pro-Israel propaganda and pro-TikTok propaganda. And, uh, you know, the one with the more dead babies in it changed minds. The vast majority of people on TikTok are not watching videos about Israel or Palestine. The discussion came after a Capitol Hill hearing, drew attention to the issues of campus anti-Semitism and led to sharp criticism of the presidents of Harvard University, University of Pennsylvania, and MIT for their unwillingness to want to discipline students who called for the removal of Jews. Okay. I mean, again, I, I would suspect that most, that most people during debates incorrectly cite reports, incorrectly... You know, they just say whatever they want to say. They spot whatever lie they want to spout, whatever talking point. What, what, what that point was supposed to do is tell the Jewish community that Nikki Haley is pro-Jewish community. And if you want, she'll, she'll ban TikTok. And she'll, uh, and she'll send more American tax dollars to Israel so they can, you know, uh, bomb more people in the sand. That's what she's trying to say. I don't really get behind these bunk studies about, you know, how many people, you know, how TikTok is effective at changing people's minds. Talk about it from, you know, a, a national security standpoint. Talk about it from, um, you know, a data mining standpoint. Talk about it from, <clears throat> you know, a lot of other positions on how, you know, look at people who use TikTok and their likelihood to be criminals people who use TikTok and their likelihood to uh, subscribe to gender ideology. Um, these are things that I think resonate with more people. But essentially, you have a pro-war, pro-censorship, uh, Dick Cheney in high heels, who's willing to just say, you know, w wild things. Now, of course, I am 100% fine with it if they ban TikTok. I don't think it's a net positive. Of course, Nikki Haley's daughter uses TikTok every day, so she must be some serious anti-Semite. By Nikki's only, you know, by Nikki's Nikki's report says her daughter 
Her daughter must be something, must be literally Hitler. Ah, tough to report that, Nikki Haley. Tough thing to hear about your daughter, I guess. But I guess it's the truth. And since I don't use TikTok, you know, I'm free and clear. I don't recommend using TikTok if you can, if you can avoid it. Nikki Haley is really dumb. Um, somebody in chat said uh, something really fair. She said, pro-war, pro-censorship, what's not to like for the donors? 100% right. Schmokin' a pancake, I think, said that, right? Yeah, I mean... It's weird, but like my life is not impacted whatsoever by not using TikTok. Somehow everything's just fine. The platform itself isn't, isn't harmful. It's the algorithmic adjustments, things like that. Here's a word from ya boy. Big news, Tucker Carlson is gonna drop a two hour interview this evening that he conducted with yours truly just a few weeks ago in Maine. It's an in-depth interview. We cover the reality of what I've actually said on air, not edited sound bites out of context. I want to thank Tucker Carlson for his courage. When you've been deplatformed, the mainstream corporate uh, media the leaf bar, guys. the CIA and the Justice Department that runs all this illegally can then misrepresent who you are and really steal your identity. So I'm indebted to Tucker Carlson, as is the rest of our country and the world, for standing against the inflation, the wars, the open borders, the assault on American culture, the assault on families. So Tucker Carlson, again, is taking his defense of free speech to the next level. Now, Elon Musk says he's a free speech absolutist, but still hasn't let me back on Twitter with my own channel. I'm not even mad at Elon Musk. I understand he's done as much as he thinks he can, but I hope Elon will watch this interview and actually hear from me why I was really banned on Twitter before he bought it, not for the false reasons he's given. They set the precedent with Alex Jones to start the dominoes falling to take all of our free speech. And Tucker Carlson understands that. So I salute Tucker Carlson. I thank him and I congratulate him on being 10 times more successful since he got fired from Fox for, again, standing up to the poison shots and so much more. So I thank Tucker Carlson. I thank his crew. And I thank all of you for sharing this interview that's going to drop sometime this evening on X on Tucker's main Twitter channel. God bless. And I'll be watching tonight as well. Now, do we think... Do we think now Elon Musk has shared just about every one of Tucker Carlson's interviews, right? Just about every one of them. Uh, do you think Elon Musk will? Do you think Elon Musk will reinstate or no, I won't even say that. Will Elon Musk retweet this interview? Yes or no? I'll share my opinion, but I don't want to poison the well. I'm angry. I've had enough of these people.
Get your vote in now. While we just get back. Okay, let's talk about control. And that's why we're just out here doing simple things, pointing out that we're meant to be in nature and be natural. And this is where we find the source that God made to transcend the new world order. And that's why they want to try to keep us out of it. I'm angry. Interesting. Alex Jones predicted 9-11 in detail on camera months before it happened. How did he do that? Why did the government decide to destroy him after he did? This is uh, like, this is a uh, absolute wild, like Tucker, I mean, it's got 100,000 likes. Know the Joint Chiefs of Staff wanted to blow up airliners, Baltimore Sun, or if you let some terrorist group drew it, like the World Trade Center, we know who to blame. And if there was an outside threat like a Bin Laden who was a known CIA asset in the 80s, he's the boogeyman they need. We know the Joint Chiefs of Staff wanted to blow up airliners, Baltimore Sun, or if you let some terrorist group drew it, like the World Trade Center, we know who to blame. And if there was. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think that I really do think that all the advertisers uh here hold on I'm going to get uh all the uh, um 
how do I say like uh all the advertisers that uh okay I mean think about how much letting Alex Jones back on X would make the machine rage Elon it's time I suspect that you know I've never believed I've never believed the uh this narrative that Elon put out there where uh he he just he had a baby die in his arms and because of the dead baby um because of the dead baby he's not going to let Alex Jones back and that's what he said but I don't believe that I believe that he's probably you know he was probably the one we definitely will leave your advertising platform we will stop advertising on your platform if you bring Alex up but now all those people are gone anyway like what's the point by the way why is Tucker getting all this credit I had Alex Jones on <laughs> I mean advertise you know I'll say uh the advertisers that would have freaked out are gone anyway. You know, by the way, uh, you know, I, I, I my, my position on the advertisers, my, my position on the advertisers leaving the platform is actually also a little spicy. I don't believe that they left a profitable platform. I think that, thanks Tuggin. I think that Disney and Apple were spending a hundred million dollars a year on branded. So when it comes to online advertising, okay, just a little insider baseball, okay, some basic marketing stuff too. You don't have to have run a search agency to understand this, but there are a lot of different reasons people advertise. So, Smaller companies, you know, like you're a mom and pop shop and you sell wi widgets, right? And you sell them online and you sell them, uh, you know, through paid, pay, pay per click advertising. You're not trying to build a brand, you're selling a product, right? So you look for people who are searching for widgets or widget related keywords, and that's where your ad shows. If you're Coca Cola, you have a big part of your you have a big part of your budget that's dedicated to ad spend that will never necessarily translate to a sale. That's called branding. So if I do pay-per-click advertising, I can always see, I can associate the profitability down to a keyword level. If you type in cheap widgets and um, local widgets and brown widgets and blue widgets, I can tell you what your cost per acquisition is at the keyword level, at the geographic level. But when Coca-Cola runs ads, you know, on YouTube videos or, you know, run of site banner ads, these ads do not directly convert very often. And if they do, it's never profitable. They know that. 
so they go in and spell, you know, they go in and say, okay, well, we're going to commit $50 million to branding. So people see Coca-Cola, people see this, that. That's what I suspect Apple and Disney were doing with their advertising on these platforms. And I think they're, I think they're, um, the reason they really pulled out is that Disney's had a string of box office disasters, so they need to cut costs. Same with Apple, looking to cut costs, and they just use this as an excuse to dial back advertising. I know advertising is dialed back. You know, my, my advertising revenue year over year is half. I made half last month that I did the year before with similar views. So I know advertisers are leaving and, and, spend, and dialing things back. By the way, my answer to the question on whether, I'm not, whether or not I think Elon Musk will retweet, whether or not I think Elon Musk will retweet Tucker's Alex Jones interview, I want to say he will, but he won't. Because he, the rational Elon might, but I also think Elon is not going to watch a two-hour interview about Alex Jones to try and consider bringing him back off, um, to pr try to bring him back off, uh, to try and bring him back on the platform. I don't think Elon's watching that video. I don't think he's making a, I think, I don't think he's making a level-headed decision i think he's he's just going to um stick with his irrational mud dead babies thing that's what i think um yeah hypnotic in rapture is right elon doesn't like to be wrong or insulted he's extremely vindictive to his employees why they no longer when they can no longer be bullied he fires them there is a high turnover rate at his companies um i don't think that that's true of tesla I, I know that that's true of Twitter, but I don't think that that's true of Tesla. I guarantee that's not true of SpaceX. Um, the thing about Elon is he is an egomaniac. And like, you know, he used to, he used to retweet me and like, like my posts and stuff like that. The second I criticized him, that was it. That was the last time. And like, I know... Um, I know that that's why, and it sounds narcissistic to be like, well, I know Elon saw my tweet criticizing him and he cares what I think. But the fact of the matter is he, he does, he does. If you suck his balls, like Ian miles Chong, he'll still retweet you, even though he knows you're a liar or, um, Mario Nafal, you know, these guys are scrub loser grifters, liars, but they don't insult the King. They don't challenge the king and so he's happy to give them uh all of the all of the um all of the free likes and retweets that he wants he can be he can be a huge baby i agree i agree i definitely think he liked me he he retweeted my memes of him um replied to me directly um read my criticism of him uh i got him to change his mind on removing the links when he removed the links from people's bios, he saw my criticism and replied to me about it. And then that was it. That was the last time I ever heard from him. And obviously my life is fine, but I'm just saying that's how he is. 
So I think if he said no Alex Jones, then I don't think he's changing his mind. I don't think he's changing his mind. I just, I don't. I hope I'm wrong. So this UNLV shooting suspect, let's talk about that for a minute. You might be wondering, why is it not in the news today? Why is it not the lead story on every website? Let's see. If I go to CNN, is it on their homepage? Let's see. Nope. Can you even find it? Let's play. How long does it take Jeremy to find CNN covering a mass shooting at a university on CNN? Hold on, please. Let's see. Uh, hold on. Okay, hold on. House vote, censure, Trump, Biden, CNN, five takeaways, Paris Hilton, um, Jaguar sports team. I don't know. Tom Hanks. Okay. I guess I'm out of time. Guess I'm out of time. Nowhere on the homepage. Actually, nowhere. Was right in the middle? Where? Here? I see they're selling space heaters. Hanukkah. Uh, where is it? Mm, I don't see it. So the reason you're not seeing anything about it is because he was a white liberal and used a handgun. It's literally like no... Wait, it's right by the, the big picture in the middle. Oh, yeah, here it is. Okay, there it was. Below the fold. Below the fold. And they have all these chicks eager to get in front of the camera. I really didn't see it. I wasn't doing it just for the meme. It's not, in, it's not above the fold. There's 50 other stories before it gets to that. It's not their top story because he used a handgun. It's not their top story because he's a liberal. Yet another deranged liberal using gun violence. Now, would I call this... Would I call this a mass shooting? Yeah, I guess it is by the definition. But this wasn't exactly a school shooting. You know, the original report said 28 shot, 
uh, eight dead. Uh, and he targeted, they targeted a busy, they targeted the busy student union. That was all lies. CNN wrote that. That was all a lie. It had not, it was, had nothing to do with the students. The guy went in there and shot some other people, probably the HR person that didn't hire him. Not that it's okay. Pac-Man, was he on the FBR's radar? Oh, we know that's true. Jonathan wrote 70% dumber for having heard that. And Fopizi said, money to Ukraine, money to Israel, and removing online anonymity. This chat has 17% anti-Semitism also. Yeah. By the way, huge shout out to this video's sponsor, Enhance Health. Hey, Rumble community, this is from a message from them. We know you're a no-nonsense crew, so we here at Enhance Health, so are we at Enhance Health. Health insurance might not be the hottest topic, but let's face it, it's crucial. That's why Enhance Health is here to cut through the noise. We'll get you qualified. Talking $0 premiums on health insurance for most people that they speak to because um, why pay more when you can pay none? Call one eight eight. Oh, I'm sorry. Call one eight six six eight zero three nine four zero three. It's also in the description, and our straightforward experts will guide you through it. No fluff, no facts. Health shouldn't be on the back burner. It's time to make it a priority. Rumble, folks. Let's not just talk about it. Do it. It's only open enrollment until January. They offer a streamlined health insurance enrollment experience and seize the moment with Enhance Health because a healthier you begins today. Enhance Health, where your health meets terms. Call 1-866-803-9403. Link, uh, phone number is also in the description. Clishing up, whippersnappers. Did you know that there's also an obesity pay gap? Have you heard about this? Remember during the Obama administration and also during 2016 election cycle with Hillary Clinton, who I love, has never done anything wrong, and uh, I'm of sound body and mind, and uh, I feel great, I'm really happy, and um, I, I love everything Hillary Clinton's ever done. Um, they trotted out this ridiculous wage gap phenomenon that not a single actual economist ever endorsed the the message sorry the message whoa that was weird that wasn't my normal message the message whoa what's happening the message no that's not right either oh they've got to me boys the message E.T., phone home. Oh, no, my sound thing's broken. Well, anyway, the, the idea was that women were just getting paid less because of, you know, Bob's and Vagine. Except that isn't true. Um, that is actually illegal, 100% illegal. Um, so they tried this out. President Barack Obama at the time uh, also reinforced this idea that there was uh, uh, some sort of gender pay gap, which again is illegal. And so they would trot out the earnings of men and women, right? And they would show, oh, well, men make 
17% more or something like that. Women make 29 cents or 50 cents on the dollar compared to men. If that were true, why wouldn't all these corporations hire only women if they could pay them half as much? So we all know that that was bologna sausage. Their earnings gap is real. And that's because when women have kids, they uh, generally are out of work for six, maybe longer months. Uh, they also make choices. They choose different kinds of jobs, jobs that are more, uh, women are more risk adverse. They're not, they're not working in the coal mines. They're not working in the steel mills. They're not working construction. These are good paying jobs that are done mostly by men. Okay. But I bet you didn't know that there is in fact, now they've repackaged it. They've repackaged it. Now there is an obesity pay gap. They are trying to push. That's right. Obesity pay gap. So if you're fat and a woman, you're doubly oppressed. And I'll say this, you know, as a fat, um, you know, for 90 plus, I'm not gonna use a percentage for the vast majority of people who are overweight. It's about life decisions. Are there some people with the glandular problems or hypothyroidism? Yes, that does exist and it, it exacerbates things, okay? But for most people, it's too many calories in, not enough calories out. Obesity pay gap revealed. Yeah, they lifted up the fold on the, they lifted up the, fold on the pay gap and, and, released, and revealed the numbers. Fat women in white collar jobs are 19% less than their slim peers, while for men, it's 14%. Ooh, nice. Maybe I could sue for something here. Obese people in white collar jobs earn significantly less than their slimmer counterparts. Maybe they don't work as hard. I don't know. I mean, I always worked hard as a fat. An analysis of the U.S. Bureau of Statistics found that men with college degrees and a BMI over 30 earn 5% less than their peers with a healthy weight. The difference was even greater among when, men, when, women, with obese and higher educated women making 12% less than their slim colleagues. The research accounted for race, age, and marital status, all which can influence how much money someone can make and the disparity. The finding suggests that a fat prejudice exists in corporate America, leading obese people to miss out on billions of dollars. Oh, boys! I'm going to go check my mailbox. We're getting paid, boys. Oh, we're getting paid. We're getting paid big. I need my fat subsidy check. No, P-H-A-T. I need my fat subsidy check from the government. Chris Christie about to be rich. I mean, look, here's probably the reality, okay? Is you know, before we read the rest of the article, I'm going to make a prediction, um, you know, because as last I checked, people don't get paid by the pound. Well, maybe I'll yeah, maybe I'll sue myself because then the lawyer fees of suing myself I can write off, so everyone knows that write offs don't are free money, and then the money I win from myself is like it's an infinite money loot, another infinite money glitch. Oh, I'm going to have to edit this out. I don't want people to find out about my infinite money glitch. Here is my experience as a fat and, ex and interacting with many other fats. 
All right. I live in statistically the fattest state in the fattest country in the world. That is a fat. Okay. In my experience, overweight people are generally what? They're generally more sheepish, self-conscious, uh, more introverted, right? And what does it take to get a raise? You have to be extroverted. You have to be confident. You have to know your worth. You have to demand your worth. Fat fact. All right? And in my experience... You know, a lot of overweight people are self-conscious. They might do great work, but they're also not the type of people to march or walk slowly or hover around into their boss's office and demand a race. Are there large individuals who are self-confident and do do that? Yes. How do I know that? I'm one of them. I know what it, I know. I get that it's like, you know, you can be self-conscious about your weight. But it never bothered me. It like, you know, it never stopped me from knowing my worth and demanding my worth. But like, I know that, you know, that's just not the archetype a lot of times. The analysis found the opposite was true for blue collar jobs. See exactly what I'm talking about. Where obese people were better paid than their slimmer colleagues. So there's no actual, there's no actual science here. You know, there's no, there's no, there's no, they're just writing this article and floating it out there. The analysis carried out by The Economist, researchers analyzed data from U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics of 23,000 men. In addition to looking at men with bachelor's degrees, they compared men who had more advanced degrees. When researchers compared men with graduate degrees with those who were obese earned 14% less, women faced a similar fate, but margins were larger. Obese women with bachelor's degrees earn 12% less than the counterparts with those with graduate degrees. They earn 19% less. Nearly 42% of adults in the United States are obese. So nearly half of the country is obese and they're all getting underpaid. It's time for a class action lawsuit, my fellow fats. Yeah, I take the ATV down to go pick up my trash cans. So what? What are you going to do about it? Pay me less? No. I'm going to get paid more. And in fact, I want years of back pay. Who do I sue? Who do I sue? Since obviously the job I had was slavery and I was forced to stay there and I was forced to make as much money as I did, you know, it definitely wasn't Let's put on the fat suit, my fellow fats. It's time to get rich. I mean, yeah, we have a health problem in this country, but we do not have... I mean, this is ridiculous. They're paid less because it's synonymous with laziness. Yeah, probably true. <laughs> Lardy McFly, are we really doing this? It's called trans fat phobia. They're just going to buy more food with it. I mean, like... I I mean, could it be that they do less? Yeah, I mean, maybe. I don't think that because you're overweight that you're automatically lazy. I've worked with a lot of people who are big, just like me, 
And, uh, you know, we work as hard as anyone else. We sweat more, right? Maybe we go home on our lunch breaks and take showers. Definitely did that a few times in my life. But I mean, they're they're repackaging this 40% of adults are obese. So, I mean, I don't even understand it. It's not even like a minority group. It's not even a minority group and they're repackaging this like it's, oh my God, what are we going to do, boys? We have to spend more money on talc. We should be getting paid more. And we stick around for fewer, for not as long on the planet. So we should, they should be paying us double. I like this. Let's get the fat suit going. I'm in. I'm in. I've got, I've got millions in back pay to sue for. What a joke. Life is so good. They just don't. Nobody cares. They're just going to make up stuff. It is a tax write-off. That's true. Hold on one second. Like you want to see a great case thing on like narcissism. Liberals are so stupid the way that they handle Trump. What do you mean? You should shut up. He's a narcissist. Neutral energy. Yeah, you think think he'd go away? You know what I think he was? I think he was a one-hit wonder. Uh Uh-huh. Right? He wrote the twist, Uh and then that was it. He was on the casino circuit, and then you idiot liberals wrote him twist again when you indicted him. And now he's a martyr. And now he's he's coming back, Jimmy. The peppermint twist is back, yeah. He's coming back. It's going to be great for comedy. He's coming back. I can't believe, like, these are honestly going to be our two choices, because I, I really try to, with each thing, to try to be like, figure out who I'm going to put. I mean, it's got to be... I want somebody in their 40s. Somebody that's going to have to live with their decisions. I don't want, like, you know... I actually... I I don't really buy that. Um, You know, honestly, do you think that a president in their 40s is going to have to live with their decisions? You're president. The day after... You're a president. You become a multimillionaire if you aren't one already, right? You get the $20 million uh, Spotify deal. You get the book deal. So if you're president at 40, from 40 to 48, okay, you're done being president at 50 years old. You've got 50 million in the bank. You will still never have to live by the, by the uh, rules by the system that you've put in place. You know, I don't buy that. I understand the sentiment of it, but I don't really buy that having somebody younger as president automatically means that they're going to listen better. I don't, I don't really buy that. So Facebook's got a child porn problem. Did you guys know that? If you don't make the right decisions, yeah, you'll get disappeared anyway. Yeah, you have your 500K a year for the rest of your life. The millions in money you'll get for the Spotify podcast you get, 
all this stuff, by the way, is baked in to why these people become presidents. They go, look at the, look at Nikki Haley. Look at what Nikki Haley got paid to speak at BlackRock in front of three people. Look into how our, our, our politicians get speaking fees. Speaking fees are essentially just bribes. Nikki Haley, we want you to come speak. It's a joke, Jeremy. He's just trying to see, not see like he's pro-Trump at all. Uh, I think Bill Burr would vote for Trump. He's, I think he would. They get their book deals. They get all this crap. They're never the same. They're, they don't ever have to live with what we have to live with. That's just the facts, Jack. All right. Let's get into Elon going a little bit. I don't think he's pro-Trump. He plays one on TV. Yeah, he does pander. Um, Bill Burr panders to that guy. You know? He, he definitely panders to, like, the boomer con dad. I'm pretty sure his wife fills out his ballot for him anyway. You know, I think that that's, you know, he's a, he goes where the wind blows. He's a fuckwad. Yeah, that's true. Jeremy, one year I kept every receipt on Red Bull I purchased, gave it to the tax and uh, meant under energy for work, and I got $445 back on my taxes at work. Nice. Hey, I think, you know, my opinion on write-offs is you should write off everything that you legally can and you should never feel bad about it. I actually used to feel bad about it. I used to be like, ah, I don't want to write that off. Eh, it's not that big a deal. Eh, now I'm like everything possible goes on my work credit card. Everything legally possible goes on my work card and it gets written off. Because they're just going to send my money to Ukraine anyway. So fuck them. Pardon my French. You know, save your receipts, write them off. Pat the plumber for the cents five dollars. Use this from broccoli. Nice. We got some broccoli at the farmer's market the other week and it was orange. I've never had orange broccoli before. Or no, it was orange cauliflower, I think. The um okay, so Do, 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 do. Facebook and Instagram content enabled child sexual abuse trafficking, a New Mexico lawsuit. Yikes. By the way, the, the, uh, oh yeah, Trump a flower. Yeah. It doesn't taste any different. It just has beta carotene in it, I think. Um, the locals, if you want to watch on locals, we're going to do a little. Maybe we'll go through some retro video game stuff after the stream, something like that. We're going to hang out and do a little bit of members only after, after the stream today, by the way, um, you know, shout out everyone that's here. Shout out everyone that's joined on locals. There's uh 4,300 people here. Very, very happy that you're here. Um, hopefully you're having a good time. And if you are, all I ever ask is that you leave a like on the video, which only we have 300 only. So definitely make sure you leave a like on the video. And 
uh, follow the follow the channel. I go live every single day from one Eastern to about three Eastern. Haven't missed a day since I started here at Rumble back in June or July. And uh, we talk about politics. We talk about pop culture. We talk about uh, whatever. I try to interact with chat. I probably interact with chat more than probably anybody on this platform. Um, and uh, I take a lot of pride in that. So I hope that you'll create a Rumble account and get active in chat. And uh, shout out to any first-time viewers here today. I hope, I hope there's a few of you. Um, and uh, also... I have a locals community. It's like a members Facebook, a members only, where I have we have chat rooms and you can get out directly to you can send me questions directly. And uh, we call that area the basement. And you can join in the basement, which uh, there's a group of people. I'm trying to get five people a day. So if you're if today's the day, I hope I earn your uh, backing. You can click the basement here, and then um, it'll give you an option to join. You can join if you join for the year, you get two months free, or you can join monthly. It's five bucks a month. I set it to the lowest to the lowest I could, and um, I hope that like right now you'll click that button and you'll join because it goes so so far. We have a full team here. It's me, two video editors, and a full-time graphic designer. So it's definitely, um, you know, it, it, it goes miles and miles. So I hope that you'll, hope that I'll earn your membership in the basement today. Fat people uh, don't get a discount because I don't discriminate. Can you DM on locals? I think you can. Pretty sure you can. 50 bucks for the year, but you could do five bucks a month too. You know, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Um, I know a lot of people are already on mug club or whatever the case is, but, and that's okay. Um, but if, you know, I, I still got to really push hard on this, try to get five new users a day. Uh, I haven't hit that even once this week. So we're like 15 behind. It would be a write-off probably if you got creative. Here's a link to the local stream. The local stream lets you like point, get, uh, do gifts in the chat. And I have, um, you know, I have the locals chat open too. So everything you chat in locals, I definitely see. So Facebook keeps getting sued because they refuse to get rid of child porn. Did you check the destiny news? What destiny news? The video game or the leftoid streamer? What Destiny News? I don't see anything trending. Locals didn't recognize the write-off gesture. Oh, maybe keep, uh, maybe keep trying. Um, what did he do? What did destiny do now? Subscription fatigue, too many people asking for paid subs. I totally get it. I totally get it. I understand. Freaking everybody's asking for $5 a month. I get it. I totally get it. 
I'm not mad at you at all. I'm not mad about it. But it is still, you know, it's part of the game these days, you know. Um, oh, Destiny's getting divorced. Um, I'm not going to make fun of him for getting divorced, you know. Um, I have a small camera back then. I'm not going to nuke Melina or anything. The last two months and two weeks have been a massive mind F watching her become obsessed with a toxic abusive guy. When I visited Sweden last, he gave Mel an ultimatum to divorce me and then threatened to end himself. Oh. Yeah, that's none of my business. Yeah. People get divorced. I don't agree with I don't agree with his political takes, but divorce sucks. And you know. That sucks. Uh By the way, did you guys get your coffee brand coffee gift boxes for Christmas? They're 10% off with promo code. Uh, what is it? Best gift, one word. Yeah, yeah. Best way to support a creator is to buy their stuff. Jeremy's coffee is great if you drink it, paying for the paywall content if you don't drink it. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So Elon Musk has been going on a bit of a tirade. A bit of a tirade against your boy, Bob Iger. Because Bob Iger is still advertising on Facebook and Instagram, right? Still advertising on Facebook and Instagram, uh, even though, well, <laughs> there's a bunch of child porn on it. Oh, nice. Jay Buick, you have the cold brew. The cold brew is great, isn't it? The, the cold brew blueberry cobbler is redonkulous. It's super good. Super, super good. You have, uh, why is their chief marketing officer endorsed child trafficking? Uh, because they're advertising on this platform. You know, Elon Musk, why no advertiser boy boycott Bob Iger? Are you endorsing child pornography? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question, right? Bob Iger thinks it's cool to advertise next to child exploitation material, real stand-up guy. I mean, I think that that's, that's a fair thing to say, right? Because they, are, they were all virtue signaling. They were all virtue signaling about... Uh, yeah, he's, I don't know if he's misspelling it wrong on purpose. Um, maybe he's trying to avoid getting sued. I don't know. And then I say, why hasn't Disney fired that guy yet? Elon says he should be fired immediately. Walt Disney is turning in his grave over what Bob has done to the company. Yeah, that's right. Uh, RDS 45. Disney is selective with their morality. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Just like most people, you know. 
you know, Elon's been going, been going pretty hard at Bob Iger. I don't think that that's going to, uh, and well, you see crazy that Disney had to be sued to stop this terrible behavior. Quote tweeting Colin Rugg, who does a great job, a great job on Twitter. New Mexico has sued Meta and Mark Zuckerberg for allegedly enabling child sexual abuse material to be distributed. Hey, Bob Iger and other advertisers, will you be suspending advertising on Facebook and Instagram like you did with X? Disney is currently running about 300 ads for Disneyland and Disney World on Meta. Examples attached. The lawsuit claims Meta was showing sexually explicit content to minors and child sexual coercion and the sale of child sexual abuse material, according to New Mexico Attorney General Raul, Raul Torres. I'll answer the question above. No, advertisers will not suspend advertising because they're lying hacks. This goes back, this goes back to what I said before, though. Right? I don't think that they were making that much money on X. I don't think that advertising on X is as good as it is on Facebook because Facebook has insane demographic targeting. Again, agency insider. If you're good, if you really understand who your customer is, you can absolutely murder it on Facebook. You know, I had clients spending $100,000 a week on Facebook profitably. You know, if you know who your client is and like what their demographic, psychographic kind of information is, who they are as a, as a person, you can just absolutely positively crush on Facebook. Twitter doesn't have that kind of information. When you advertise on Twitter, it's more like branding. It's like buying a billboard. You can kind of put that billboard in front of people that you think will be your customers, that you hope will be. But ads that aren't perfectly targeted are seen as a nuisance and don't convert very well. I do run coffee brand coffee ads on Facebook and I have like a 9.5 ROAS on my coffee brand coffee ads. So if you know anything about ROAS, return on advertising spend, the industry standard for paid search campaigns are generally three. People want $3 for every dollar they spend. If you have a 3.0 ROAS, then you're doing pretty good. You know, my Facebook ROAS is over nine thousand. No, it's over nine. Um, because you know, you know, your customers, you know who they are. You can be very good. Yeah. Things are getting spicy. Things are going to get too spicy. Tonypolito.com is the shooter's website. Check it out before second. I did check it out yesterday. Um, it didn't seem that unhinged. Like it just seemed like a weirdo, like, you know, um, report I'm going after Facebook, you know, guys like the, the amount of, uh, capital that guys like Benny Johnson and Ben Shapiro make on Facebook. It's insane. Like I can't ignore it any longer. Like I hired an agency to just, just tell me what stupid short videos you want me to make and then go spam them on Facebook and Instagram in hopes that it brings more people to my rumble page. I don't give a shit about making money on Facebook or TikTok or any of these things. What I care about is bringing them into the live show, getting new viewers for the show. You know, I think we've done a pretty good job growing here in 2023. Um, you know, generally between four and 5,000 live viewers every show, which is awesome. 
But you know, in 2024, I've got to do, I probably got to get to at least 10. Hey, Dan, thank you very much for joining as a member. Dude was a conspiracy theorist, had a section on famous puzzles, oddities, and unsolved mysteries. Yes, you want that money. Nah, I won't make money because I'm outsourcing, the, you know, I'm paying an agency, so that's all my profit margin. Normally, that's something I would have done as an agency, but you're right. It's another write-off. I need to get like, uh, um, you know, I need to get um, something like this on my, you know, on my, on my soundboard. It's a write-off. <laughs> I got to get, yeah. Hiring an agency, that's a write-off. Oh, that's it? Oh. Hiring an agency is a write-off. <laughs> yeah, the giveaway worked. I'll probably do another one. If I if I can uh if I can uh you know get us up to like six to seven thousand viewers in Q1, I'll definitely do another giveaway. Hundred percent. <laughs> Ron DeSantis appointed board approves audit accusing Disney of self-dealing in Central Florida cites activist stockholder on need for change nothing too odd here since you have a lengthy report on Disney's alleged misdeeds was published yesterday amid ongoing litigation between the media giant and Ron DeSantis the Florida governor abolished Disney's control of the former Reedy Creek Improvement District which had given the company wide autonomy in that area for half a century. He changed the name and replaced the old board with a hand-picked new one that happened soon after former Disney CEO Bob Chappick criticized the Sanus-backed legislation. Current chief Bob Iger called the move retaliation, not business. I actually think it was. That's like an unpopular-ish opinion. Oh, yeah, you got to do the hand sign-off, too. You got to go. Wait, uh, hold on. Hold on. Hiring that agency was a write-off. Huh? That coffee brand coffee I bought was a write-off. Oh, wait, wait. That coffee brand coffee I bought was a write-off. Huh? Seven out of ten. That's fine. The other three points I'm missing, I'll just use as a write-off. Did the giveaway work? Didn't think it would. It actually, yeah, people that show up for free stuff generally don't stick around. That is true. Um, I would say it worked because we kind of went from like 2,500 to 3,500 to pretty consistently 3,500 to 4,500. About 1,000 people that were tuning in just from a free stuff they didn't come back, but we kept a thousand, which I think is great. You know, try a slide whistle. I don't have, I think I have one, right? I, I, I think. Was that a write off? Oh yeah, wait. I think that would, yeah, that might work. I don't know if the up is better or the or the down is better. It was a write off. 
Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll use the slide whistle then. <laughs> so, you know, Disney was doing some shenanigans. We already talked about Bill Burr. Um, I thought I wanted to talk about, I got one other topic I wanted to talk about too. Oh, two topics. I have two topics. Oh, okay. Okay, hold on, hold on. Pat, I got one. I got one. Hold on. We got a new contender. This is the last one I'll try today. Um, uh, that double-ended dildo I bought was a write-off. Huh? It does fit with the unlimited, the, uh, that, that does finish. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, right. A write off. Huh? I think the slide whistle, maybe. I think the slide whistle's better. <laughs> I think the slide whistle's better. Fun fact small business owners, the company I work for, 50% of my coworkers are felons, so the company gets a 50% of their payroll back because of the tax write-off if you give a if it give you to a felon. Wait, what is it again? <laughs> All right. By the way, Hey, Rumble community. This is a message from Enhanced Health. Hey, Rumble community. We know you're a no-nonsense crew, and so are we at Enhanced Health. Health insurance uh, might not be the hottest topic, but let's face it, it is crucial, and it is. That's why Enhanced Health is here to cut through the noise. We get you qualified. We're taking zero. We're talking $0 premiums on health insurance for most people we speak to because why pay more when you can pay none? Think of the write-offs. Just kidding about that part. Dial 1-866-803-9403. And our straightforward experts will help you through it all. No fluff, just facts. It's only open enrollment till January. They offer a streamlined health insurance enrollment experience and seize the moment with Enhanced Health because a healthier you begins today. That's Enhanced Health where your health meets your terms. 1-866-803-9403. 9403 that's 18668039403 the air horn the air horn people like the people like the air horn better it was a right off no i, I don't know the slide whistle seems a little go- a little goofier i like the goofy one <clears throat> okay Gavin Newsom now says toy retailers must have gender-neutral sections or face fines. This actually isn't um, it isn't uh, a new it's it's not a new thing or not it's not new legislation, but it is new 
uh, that it's being enforced. So this actually starts January 1st. They hope that the bill encourages more businesses around California and the U.S. to avoid reinforcing harmful, outdated stereotypes. Companies now get a $500 fine if they, if they have gendered toys, a gendered toy section. I like how California thinks the rest of the United States wants to be anything like them. And I mean, we're talking about Californian legislation, legislators. I suppose there are people in, there probably are people in uh, California that think that, but I can assure you as a Midwesterner, we do not want to be like California. I like the only shit I step in in the streets coming from horses in the parade or at the county fair. Human feces from fentanyl addicted homeless people is something uniquely California that you can keep. I'll be fine tripping over some horse apples. All right. Now, shout out to my Californian viewers. I know you are exceptions to the rule, you know. One time I did step in a big pile of horse shit and uh, I was in sandals and with no socks. And it was at the fair. I stepped right in it, wasn't paying attention, wasn't looking where I was walking. I think I was looking at getting some sort of funnel cake. I stepped right in it. It got in between my toes, like under my toenails. It was maybe the, uh, it was not great. And then what was worse is then I had to go into the fair bathroom, which is, you know, basically, <laughs> I'm not even sure it's a, a, a bathroom thing, but I just had to like put my foot in the sink and just like scrub it and scrub it and scrub it. I thought about just burning it off. But you know, horse poop really isn't that gross. There's a lot of straw or hay in it. It's not like a hot, squishy dog turd or something. It's drier than you think. But it did happen to me, and I'm okay. And that's how I got HPV on my toe. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> What's up, XP Bless? X Bless? XP Bless? Appreciate you. No one trying to see your toes? Dull and tired? You'd be surprised how many people want to see my toes, homie. So, Gavin, I mean, like, okay, California targets without gender neutral toys will be fined. California targets without gender neutral toys will be fined. I mean, I think that, like, show us the write-off toes. Nope. I, I only show feet for, for uh, shock value. Uh, and right now my feet look pretty normal. Remember the picture? Remember I did, um, do you guys know what a milky foot is? That was a term that Sid called it, but it's like essentially a, um, foot reveals a write off. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like a light acid that you put like booties around your, uh, uh, you put like plastic booties around your foot. My foot barely fit in it. Cause I have size 16 feet, 16 and a half really. Um, and you like, Put this stuff in and you like wrap a baggie around. Ladies in chat, you know what I'm talking about, right? 
and it like burns off the first layer of skin. So like you get these like it, you don't feel anything. I never I didn't didn't hurt at all. I didn't feel anything. Uh, it didn't hurt. And then like there was a point where like I took a picture of it and like there I was like pulling chunks of skin out that were like the size of a slice of bologna. <laughs> I sent the I sent picture. Uh, I sent a picture, I think, to Sid and an un, an un um an unsolicited picture in a, in a text message. I think I made her puke. It did make my feet very soft. Yeah, it did. I did it right before we went on vacation, and I would do it again. It got rid of like all the calluses around my heel. The only thing you got to be ready for is like, uh, it doesn't all come off that day. It's like a constant thing for like a week. So you got to like plan it. And if you wear like socks shoes and socks where it gets kind of warm then it really accelerates it logan's run says happy to listen to you because the world is never ending here uh, <laughs> uh what happened i said nothing she's good we're gonna the show's gonna come back we just both have a lot of projects going on um you know and the show is just kind of we're gonna get back to it Nice. Yeah, those calluses are a good thing, though. They protect your feet. That's true. I'm not going to show the picture. Okay. So, gender-neutral toys in California. Dumb. Stupid. Let's talk about these professors who are now begging for their jobs. Who would have thought going in front of Congress... I don't know what these women make, but I'm going to guess it's in the many millions of dollars per year. You know, many millions per year. And now they're like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. You undoubtedly saw over the, uh, the past couple of days these super rich, super woke um, university presidents... These three women, uh, one from MIT, one from Harvard, Harvard, and I think one from UPenn, uh, going in front of Congress and saying, uh, well, calling for the systematic removal of an entire race of people, mm, that's probably okay. Uh, as opposed to saying it violates any kind of code of conduct policies. Now, from a First Amendment perspective, uh, I understand this pushes that First Amendment uh, to its limit, but it is still protected speech. The problem is, at these universities, they are kicking the same kids out for misgendering somebody. This is a clear double standard uh, colored by ultra-woke leftoids, um, you know, just I mean, quite frankly, um, very radical political positions. Um, I, you know, I... I I've tried to stay out of this because a lot of you guys say, hey, don't talk about it. So this isn't really about the conflict. It's about these woke millionaire presidents uh, getting woke and going broke. So they go in front of this committee and they're basically asking like, hey, if your students are running around chanting, um, you, know, syst syst you know, systematically remove the Jews, okay, they're calling for that. Is that a violation of code of conduct, your student's code of conduct? And all three of these women who all make 
you know, many millions per year guaranteed said, no, it's not. They tried to hide behind. Oh, well, it's depends on context, blah, 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 blah. Look, you want to say it, you have a right to say it in this country. The question is when you're at a university and you're on scholarship or you're on this or that, and, uh, you know, you are chanting it, especially, you know, in front of other, you know, in front of that group of students, a group of those people, um, you know, is that probably not okay? And all three of them said it was fine. Well, <laughs> it did not go quite as good as they had hoped. They thought they could go and say, oh, well, it's the context. Well, now they're all groveling for their jobs. They thought they were so smart, right? University of Penn president issues groveling video following, following congressional anti-Semitism hearing, blames university policies. If they had said any other group than Jewish of Jewish, if they had said, if they'd been calling for the removal of black people, don't you think those students would have been punished? I think we know they would have been. Uh, if they were calling for the removal of um, LGBTQ people or Latino people, I think we all know that the university would have kicked them out. Now, again, it's either all okay, or to borrow a, a phrase from a fallen YouTuber, a fallen uh, hero of many, it's either all okay or none of it's okay. And we know that it's not that case. We know that people will, uh, people will be selectively banned. In a video posted to the Ivy League's website on Wednesday, she tried to explain her failure by saying that she was not focused on the issue and said that she wanted to be clear that calls for this <laughs> genocide were evil, plain and simple. Well, she never said that. I don't buy this BS because when this broad sat up in front of Congress, sorry, ladies, when this woman sat in front of Congress and smirked and refused to say whether or not that exact same thing constituted a violation of, you know, whatever their harassment policies were. She said no. And so did President Gay from Harvard and the other lady. They all said no. And then they got home and they found out, oopsie doopsie poopsie. Guess those, you know, they have quite a few Jewish donors at these schools. Let's put it that way. Quite a few Jewish people on their boards. I think they should all be fired. You know why? Because I know, not because they said, not because, it's not because they tried to protect their students' First Amendment rights. It's because I know for a fact they would not have protected students' First Amendment rights if they were saying that about black people or if they were saying that about gay people. If there are a bunch of religious students marching in the quad saying that, you know, being gay is a sin and you're going to hell and screaming it in the face and showing up in front of the LGBTQ club and doing that, they would all be gone. All of them. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind. So because that is true, then all three of these women should be fired because they have not shown the propensity to stand up for students first amendment rights in particular conservative students there's been innumerable cases where pro-life students are allowed to be harassed physically attacked 
and more at these same universities. All right. You know, like th this lady smirking and laughing at Congress, you know, when they asked that question, you should be fired. And now look at University Penn Board of Trustees hold emergency meeting as President Elizabeth McGill faces call to resign from donors and students after unacceptable statements at congressional hearings. I don't think this groveling apology should be, it shouldn't get her out of it because we know what she really meant. We know what she really meant. Here's Harvard. You have a, a sign flying over it. It looks like a Palestinian flag. It says Harvard hates Jews. The Harvard Crimson wrote this article. Harvard President uh, Gay traveled to Washington to quell the backlash. Her testimony only, ma only made it worse. Everybody wants him gone. And then you had Bill Ackman, who's like a multi-million uh, dollar donator, claims that the Harvard President Claudine Gay was only appointed because of diversity, equity, and inclusion after her shameful refusal to denounce campus protests calling for genocide. Now, again, I think that you should be able to have a campus protest. You want to do all those cringe die-ins where you're laying all over the ground and you post it to your TikToks. I think that's, of course, that's fine, right? That's totally fine. Um, if you want to be pro-Palestine, cool. You want to be pro-Israel, cool. All right, you want to get together and make signs, cool. But when you're marching around and they're saying, I'm not sure what the the term, the exact term was, is intifada or something like that, you know, chanting these terms, um, you know, I don't think that, uh, you know, maybe they're so stupid they don't know what they're saying. But to be the president of these universities and be in there and be like, well, actually, uh, Actually, it's the context. There was one, one of these broads issued her video apology to Twitter and then turned off replies. And, and it, it literally said something about, you know, free speech. Like, oh, free speech is important, but, um, you know, I'm not going to let people reply to my, my groveling apology. And why wouldn't they groveling apologize? You know, I don't know what it is or if it's, I assume it's, um, it's public Harvard president salary, uh, about a million dollars a year. No average salary at president and fellows of Harvard college. Mm, no, it's more than that. It's in the millions. It's in the millions. The last Harvard president earned $1.3 million. An old white guy. So I suspect the black woman got more than that. So she makes over a million dollars a year and she's going to be gone. She gone. I mean, like you have this Jewish woman and is berated by smirking California coffee shop staff after complaining about anti-Semitic graffiti in the restroom that says Zionism equals fascism and your neutrality is enabling gen like why are Americans, you know, why do white Americans who aren't Israeli or Palestinian, why are they so involved? You know, 
Why are they so, why are they, like, just make your stupid coffee, you idiot. Oh, a big, an overweight girl with blue hair. I'm shocked. Look at them, these coffee workers. I'm shocked they look like this. It's like, if it was a clip art of, like, degenerate liberals, it would be that picture. And by the way, they're happy. They can put that up. They can put that in there. They can put that in their, uh, their coffee shop. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. They can do that. Don't expect, I mean, it's like, don't expect Jewish people to go there then or their friends and then you don't get to whine about that. And that's fine. All of these women, I don't know if, um, if, uh, the Harvard, yeah, Harvard University did put this out and they got brutally fact checked. That's the one I wanted to pull up which is great. Harvard University put out this statement here. Statement from President Gay. There have been some who have confused the right for free expression with the idea that Harvard will condone calls for bad behavior against Jewish students. Let me be clear. Calls for this kind of stuff against a Jewish community or religious or ethnic group are vile and have no place at Harvard or those who would threaten our students will be held to account. You are given days to prepare to say this they say things like this on camera in Congress yesterday. Yet you condone the calls on your campus that says everything we need to know. We saw the video. You're disgusting. It looks like there was a community note on it as well. At a congressional hearing yesterday, President Gray, I think it's gay. That's why they got rid of it. It's misspelled. Refused to say whether or not calling it was a violation of code of conduct. The point of this is, is to not get everybody arguing about Israel and Palestine. My point is, if you had said these things about trans people or about black people or about Asians, maybe not Asians at Harvard, to be honest with you, that's a joke, but also serious. If you had said this thing about gay people or trans people or non-binary people or black people, your life would be over. You get to say it about Jews because at these, at these, at this university, these presidents secretly agree with it. I mean, that's what it would appear. They're only now, they're only now saying anything about it because they're probably told that you're going to get fired. Too many big donors with deep pockets have had enough of it. And I couldn't be bothered to shed a tear. I'm sure some other university will hire these idiots. They always do. Uh, bullying specifically requires a targeted victim as does harassment. Someone just shouting into the air isn't bullying or harassing anyone. Uh, the question, questions phrasing was bait. Yeah, I agree with that. I actually agree with that. That like, if you just say, I'm calling for the, uh, you know, genocide of the doodly do people now, Gen- you know, removal of the doodly do people right now, you're not really technically harassing anybody um i would agree with that the the question really should have been you know if 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 they're you know calling for this it's not may not be harassment but it could be a code of conduct violation that's how they should have said it i didn't um you know i didn't really like the phrasing of the question the other thing is when you're shouting it into Jewish students' faces or you're showing up at the Jewish Student Union to do it, now I think you've crossed into the harassment realm. 
Yeah, the fucking doodly doos. They're the worst. Turn the doodly doo nation into glass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The doodly doos. I just like that they, there's chaos at these woke universities. And they're all just, you know, they don't know what the hell to do. And I'm, I'm here for it. A hundred percent. I'm very happy. Rid us of the doodly-doo scourge. It's a scourge on society. All right, well, um, I am going to... We're going to be back tomorrow. I don't have a guest yet for tomorrow, um, but I'm going to try and find one this afternoon. Uh, if you want to hang out for a few minutes yet, do a little Q&A or something, um, please consider joining The Basement right here. By the way, before you leave, um, Steve234 says, we have to call it the language tricks when our side does them too. I'm all for gay being fired for other stuff, but we have to be logically consistent. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. Um, leave a like on the video. If you haven't yet, please follow 1 o'clock Eastern every single Monday through Friday. So we'll be back live tomorrow. I usually do guests on Fridays, so we'll see if I can find someone for tomorrow. Um, and uh, we're going to go over to the basement. So I talked about um, kind of our members area stream. Please consider joining that. Uh, you just click this little the basement right here. It's five bucks a month and uh, it goes directly to supporting the channel and supporting my two video editors who do all the intros, <clears throat> my graphic designer who does all the thumbnails. If you can't or don't want to, I'm still, I still hope you'll be here tomorrow to watch the regular show. And uh, I really, really appreciate it. I think we're really building something awesome here. I really do. And I think that, you know, obviously that starts and stops with all of you tuning in every day at 1 Eastern. When I'm really thankful for that. Um, so I appreciate you. And... Um, We'll see you, well, quite soon. Well, we'll see you tomorrow.